Welcome across the multiverse. This is Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, where there's been a lot going on in this multiverse that's just full of madness now, from the moon taking different shapes to people entering and trying to find out stuff across the multiverse that you might not want to see what's in store. I'm one of your team co-hosts. My name is Devin Stone, and we have a very jam-packed special episode for you. We'll get to all the great stuff within a minute here. Uh, before I go on, if it's your first time listening to the podcast, lovely, great to have you. Uh, make sure you follow us on Earth894 Podcast on all the socials for great content, as well as on your favorite podcast player. Give us a review if you like the show, and tell all your friends. With me, as always, the person who keeps me in check from making sure my personality doesn't try and take a certain guy out of a hospital and go into a uh, special limo and then have a moon god talk to me about how my day is going. It's the amazing, the incredible, Louis Tonarini. I love your rambles. You just, you're just a rambling man the best you know it's just part of the thing you know one time i uh so i'm also in a class right now it's wrapped up it's all about digital selling my marketing you know the fun master degree stuff and i always have to like do the close for my projects and i've been graded on it saying like what are you saying or what are you doing and like my <laughs> professor sent me an email like do you write scripts for this and i go no i just hit record and i do it 20 times until i stop messing up and he's like oh boy <laughs> so <laughs> How's it going, Louie? It's been a while. Uh, yeah, it's going good. Uh, a lot has happened since we last talked in the world of the MCU, but yeah, we'll get into it today. Did you guys, uh, Hannah, did you guys have a good Mother's Day? It was okay, you know. Um, Henry peed all over his car seat for reasons. I I don't know. We took We went to church. He peed at church, and then on the way home from church, he said, I have to pee. And I said, we are two minutes away from the house. There's literally nowhere I can stop closer than home. And then he said, I peed. And he did all over himself and in the uh, car seat. And so when we got home, I stripped him down and I put him in the shower. And now he's afraid of the shower because he feels like he's in trouble for peeing his pants. Oh, you know, I can't directly relate to that. But last time we tried to give our dog a bath, in our uh, tub, it's kind of the same reaction that he had. He thinks he's in trouble, so he's scared to go in our bathroom now. Um, and this is like a 65 Great Dane Pitbull who's just a mama's boy to his soul. Well, before we get into our classic uh, MCU for you, where we talk about what's been MCU in our uh, past week, we have an incredible guest that I excited, and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, find the episode, I hinted and I accomplished it, guys. We have a special guest. So coming all the way virtually from another side of the multiverse called Michigan, we have Mike Martinson. He's the lead vocalist, Boys of Fall, where they have many records out, millions of streams. Go check him out on YouTube and Spotify. We'll have plenty of show notes for him. But he's here to talk some Marvel madness with us. How's it going, Mike? It is going well. Thank you so much for having me. I've never ever got to like do just a nerd out podcast. So every time we talk, it's all about just only music. So very, very happy to be here. Thank oh, you. We're going to nerd out for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's perfect. You know, and we're excited to have you. So thanks for taking time out this evening. And we're going to jump into a lot of awesome stuff. Um, first things first, we'll maybe share some video clips of this later. But looks like, Louis, are we wearing the exact same shirt? I don't think so. Spider-Man right here. Then you have, yeah, it says Marvel. I think we're wearing the exact same shirt. Oh, yours is circular? Yeah, mine's circular. We're wearing the exact same shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? Wow. This shirt's like so small, shirt. it'll probably fit you. That's why I'm like sitting here like this. Oh, it's man. too Mine perfect. Baggy for you, guys, you guys are just meant to do a podcast We didn't together. even plan this. Look at us. <laughs> and so I think told you, Mike, uh, when we met at the show, because um, we played a show together recently at uh, good old downtown Chicago. So the reason why we're called Earth A94 is because Louie and I are only born a couple of days apart. So August of 1994. And so when okay. we were coming with podcast name, um, we we're coming with the different names. We almost called it Phase 894, but then we remembered the multiverse. And then I watched Far From Home, and then we're like, bam, there you go. And so just stuck, and it's perfect for us. Hell yeah. So this, is, so for you guys, this is a pretty new podcast that you've been doing then. A little over a year. A little over a year. Awesome. Yeah, Louis was doing his own podcast, uh, and then I stole him. And then I said, hey, I want a Marvel podcast. He's like, oh, that's cool. And I was like, yeah, I want you to be my co-host. And he's like, oh, are you sure? <laughs> and I was like, no, I want it to only be you. 
And so, well, well you said go. you wanted to do a Marvel podcast and you needed a co-host. So I thought you were like looking for people to be your co-host and I was going to have to like audition. And you're like, nope, no. just you. If it's not you, then it's no one. And I said, oh, well, looks like it's me then, huh? Yeah, Louis just has really felt bad and he's been going along with me this whole time, but he's really trying to tell me one day like, hey, man, I don't want to do your podcast. No, this is he gets off and just slams his computer. And he's like, God, Jesus, <laughs> I hate this guy. I don't even like Marvel. No. Oh, God, no. I love Marvel. Not even true. Louis is actually the guy who got me into Marvel. So the whole reason this exists is because of this guy. So thanks, Louis. Basically, I do my best. So one thing we like to do on the show here, it's kind of like a little bit of a warm up for us before we go into like news, reviews or whatever we're going to be talking about for the episode. We call this segment MCU for you. So this is where Louie and I just talk about what's been kind of marvelous for us, whether it's you read a new comic, you watched a movie or you finished a new show or whatever it might have been. So to kick it off, Louie. MCU for you. What has been MCU for you? So much, actually. Like, I was trying to sit here and think about what I've done, and I've done so incredibly much. First and foremost, I got this guy in the mail. It's my Captain America with the prototype shield. Oh, he finally got figure. Nice. Yeah, finally came in. Um, uh, Let's see. I've been watching Luke Cage on Disney+, Plus. finished the first season, mm. started the second season. Nice. Uh, I've been watching Loki. Like Luke Cage, I watched with my wife. Loki, I watch when I'm by myself. So I just finished the episode where Loki gets pruned. Spoilers, mm. I guess. Um, <laughs> Loki just got pruned. Um, I finished Moon Knight. I went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, to get ready for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, the other day at work, we were so incredibly busy that I parked into a little spot I drive a forklift. I parked into a little spot. Hopefully nobody at work from work listens to this. I parked in a little spot. We were we were dead. We were slow. And I watched the whole last hour of Doctor Strange, the first one, where he like fights, not fights, but he goes against Dormammu and the whole the whole night, the whole last hour. That's I did nothing for an hour. I literally sat there and watched Doctor Strange and got paid. So that was cool. I just watched I just watched that too. Yeah, I I've watched so much Marvel recently. It's been it's been astounding, actually. That's awesome. Well, then, Mike, for your first time ever, let's turn it over to you. What has been MCU for you? All right, dude. So I don't know, man. Like I I've been on this kick lately where I've just been buying these different like books, Marvel wise. So obviously, I went and saw Doctor Strange. Finished Moon Knight. Um, just been rewatching like the random, like for some reason I've been watching the first Captain America and like the Avengers and just like starting there for some reason. I just like, I've seen so much new MCU that I kind of wanted to just go back to the start. Dude, I got a Funko Pop, uh, Captain America holding Mjolnir. I got Ooh, nice the Tony Stark snap Funko Pop, dude. Yeah. And I bought, uh, like, so when I went to go see Dr. Strange, I got that little, popcorn holder did you oh, guys did you like get see the, those at the orange theater? one too oh yeah dude and i have oh, like, so uh, yeah our friend richard bought it when we went and i have it's a meal there replica just sitting on it i don't know if you can like see the bottom part of the oh, room yeah. but i dude i've got like this little like marvel shrine with all like my books <laughs> and stuff over there rock and roll that is awesome dude it's been yeah it's been non-stop i didn't realize how much my wife endures until i just said all that <laughs> That's been one of my projects because so I'm in between jobs. I start a new job on Monday. And so this week, one of my little projects, this office that I have just commandeered, thanks to my lovely girlfriend, um, letting me have it. Uh, I also have collected a lot of stuff. And so I need to really prune a lot of it, just like Loki, and uh, <laughs> clean it up. So that's one of my little projects. So I, can t I totally feel you on that. Well, awesome. My wife loves all my stuff. I got my little guy back here. I've got... All of this garbage. There's a big hole. I bought <laughs> shelves to put to hang and put Funko Pops on. They all fell. So uh, I need to figure out something else. But that's what that big gap is, is where I had my other my Captain America pops. Dude, my wife has let me like nerd out my basement. So I got a big like Avengers mural over there. Oh, nice. and then like wall mounts. And then over here is obviously like the entire like 
Marvel shrine. And then I've got like just up here is like the eye of Agamotto and then just like Batman books. And dude, she just let me deck out this entire room. <laughs> she sounds That's awesome. Lovely. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> For myself, you know, I have also seen Doctor Strange, but I have now seen the multiverse of madness twice. I saw it earlier this afternoon. You um, yeah. You know, I have it, it's a theater thing for me, too. I love seeing it in Dolby. So I had to see it in IMAX. And then if I could, I would have seen an IMAX 3D because I think it would be actually kind of cool. Um, but Dolby is still by far the best way to watch the movie, in my honest opinion. It's not really MCU, but I've been playing a lot of Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga now <laughs> that like I've had some downtime and it, it definitely showed my uh, like um, just progress on my little projects I need to accomplish this week. So we've been talking a lot about Moon Knight. We talked a lot about Doctor Strange. So I would love to actually talk a little bit about that while we're on the topic of it. So we've all seen it. We won't go too heavy into spoilers. We'll just keep it a little bit brief. But love to get, um, since even Louie and I haven't talked about this since opening night, um, just kind of field out the question to you guys. What was your overall takeaway after seeing uh, Doctor Strange 2? Did you guys enjoy it? Or how does it kind of sit in your rankings? I, uh, I, all right. So I really enjoyed it. Dude, I'm like, I'm one of those people that honestly, um, I'm the same way with like certain bands. You get to like love something that especially Marvel has done so well so many times that it's like every time a new movie comes out, basically I'm just like, dope, awesome. Like, mm-hmm. can't wait to see it. Awesome. It's cool. Like, I have my gripes about parts of it. I have my gripes about like the pacing of parts of it. I have my issues with like some of the cheesiness of it. And then I also have to tell myself like, hey, it's a comic book movie and I'm just stoked they're making them. Right. And that's how I felt about it. Like it wasn't my favorite Marvel movie. It definitely wasn't my least favorite Marvel movie. And I don't it kind of sits like near my like mid lower ranking. But, you know, that's not to say I don't love it because like even my lowest ranking, I, I still love those movies. Yeah, well said. How about you, Lou? So this movie, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've been talking to a lot of people who have seen it or want to see it. And everybody is like, oh, I didn't I didn't love it. I'm like, really? Because I loved it. I thought it was mm-hmm. so good. And like the first Doctor Strange was decent. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It was it was decent. My lovely wife cannot get through the first Doctor Strange without falling asleep every time. Wow. But dude, Doctor Strange, the first one's like my wife's favorite of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my wife just it's just so much. And she's just like, I have no idea what the, the mirror dimension. I whatever. I'm it's go- trippy. And then like the bad guy, his he's got a funny name, and she's just she cannot keep up. So she she always falls asleep. But in this one, it was just there was there was a lot going on, but it was entertaining and and um well I I, 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 I love the cameos. I will say like I love the cameos. Oh, absolutely. You know. So with that, and I'm gonna put a pin in that. I'm gonna play this just in case for those who haven't seen it. Let's just uh, throw that spoiler warning out there. Spoilers here. Is that a spoiler? It's I think I should just give us a spoiler. You kind of did. Cut spoiler that, alert. Cut that spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> That's out. Yeah, so the cameos. I can. This is my one part of the movie, which I'm still tinkering on. I don't know if I actually really love or not because I feel like it's almost a Mephisto effect again. Every, like, personally, I absolutely love to death WandaVision. That is one of my favorite of the like the Disney Plus shows that they've made just because of how crazy and unique it was. But also, WandaVision, I found out Sam Raimi actually didn't even watch WandaVision and he was directing almost something that really has to correlate with that. So that was kind of one of my issues. Really? Um, this, this movie was basically WandaVision 2. Exactly. It wasn't so really was Doctor like, Strange 2. It was really WandaVision 2, it felt like. Right. I wonder if like, he didn't watch it because vision was so much a part of it. And all he knew was like the Scarlet, Witch was at the end and she became powerful. And he was like, okay, dope. I'm just going to go from there. Yeah. I imagine the guy is super busy too. I mean, let's be honest. So he probably had a team at Marvel who were like, Oh, wait, here are the things you have to like be aware of. And like, what are the cliff notes? Right. Um, but perfect point. Um, I heard someone make a joke today too. It's like, how can, how can uh, Wanda see in the multiverse when she has no vision? <laughs> rip yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's, a good, that's a good one 
Too That's soon. The uh, the one that like I don't know if we can actually say it. I know you said spoilers, no, you're, but you're, like you're, I played the spoiler okay. tag, so you're free to talk about whatever. Okay, now. okay. Like the I was stoked that you know John Krasinski. It was kind of like another one of those things where like somebody's been vocal about like a specific part that they want to play, yeah. and then when they actually play it, it's like very heartwarming to see that because it's like dope awesome like not only did you kind of like manifest your dream right there a little bit but like you know it's just a cool fan moment and the whole part like i definitely understand what you're saying about like i didn't necessarily love that part because it was it's like one of those things where it was like it almost would have been cool if that was like a what if episode Mm -hmm. and like so badly that part of me that like wants to see captain carter like succeed and wants to see reed richards not immediately go you know what i mean like that part of me is just like oh man they really like they committed to that in this movie like that's the first introductions and that's mcu canon like and it's gonna go from there but that's such a bold choice to kind of just be like hey we're bringing back uh charles xavier and then we're just gonna just snap his neck in like four minutes it's like how many times are we gonna see Professor X and Patrick Stewart die on screen? Yeah, they're breaking our hearts. But it's like, did I hate it? No, because it's like it's cool that they did that. I really liked it. At the same time, it's like, oh, I kind of just like which they wouldn't have killed Reed Richards because then I can like, I don't know. That's just the first introduction for that's, me of it. That... That's somebody else's Reed Richards. We still get I our know. own. Don't worry about it. I know him. he'll be back. I know. That's what I'm saying though. Like it's so <laughs> bold for them to show that yeah. as like the first time you're seeing like live action peggy carter like play captain carter and then like shield like done Mm -hmm. so anybody who listens to the show knows of my love for Haley atwell and peggy carter and so when she was like we all expected her to be there but when they actually showed her i think i was the only person in the theater i went yeah i was (laughs) nobody else was excited but i was super excited Oh, dude, I thought she was perfect for the role. And yeah, I'm stoked that that's like a multiverse thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was it was really exciting to see her. And I think that's really the only one of the pieces that kind of translated from what if um, I'm kind of curious. So like Louie and I, we weren't the biggest fans of what if for a few. Yeah, I reasons. wasn't. I wasn't either. Okay, that's what I was about to ask if you were a fan of it or not. I haven't really met no. too many people in our friends that we talked to. Is like, man, I was blown away. It was, it was, it was mediocre. No, it's like to me, it was just. No, I was gonna say like for me, it was it was another one of those things. Like I'm super appreciative that they did it. It's awesome to see animated versions of these characters and also have the voices. Like that's just cool. But yeah, dude. Like I mean, some of the stories were, you know, making Thanos just so weak and bro like. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. after having him be like the main villain of these movies that epically ended all of them and to just kind of have him be like, yeah, you know, my idea was pretty good. Like have T'Challa talk to Thanos and to complete it all that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It was like, wait, what? I don't yeah. understand how that was like a solution. He was just, he's that good of a talker. He can. Yeah. But then, like, I love the Doctor Strange what if episode. Like, that was super awesome. Like, to have that version of the multiverse. I really liked that episode. And I really liked the um, the Killmonger episode. I just thought that was oh, kind of yeah. cool how he infiltrated the army, like, right from the start with Tony Stark. I was just like, oh, that's a cool take. Like, I, yeah. I enjoyed that. Just whooped Black Panther's ass and then just <laughs> killed iron man like it was nothing it's like oh that's cool yeah it had some good episodes every episode iron man died i felt like I know. yeah literally it's like hey we have a want to change the multiverse just kill them all that's when i was like okay it's like yeah we we buttered you up with endgame anyways boom 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 basically this doesn't bother you right even though we're focusing everything on grief so far in phase four you're fine with this right um let's just keep adding salt to those wounds in in our uh trailer breakdown devin we saw Wanda get attacked by like a big light mm-hmm. and you expected uh, no face, not no face, but no face plate. What's his name? Tom Cruise, Iron Man, superior Iron Man. I was, I, I was rooting for it. And I said, that looks like it'd be Captain Marvel, but I don't think it's going to be Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. You called it. 
But I also didn't think it was going to be Maria Rambeau, Captain Marvel. And it was. So that was that was interesting, to say the least. It was a surprise, but also that was one of the things I was like, going back to my point, like the whole Mephisto, like, we're going to see Tom Cruise. We're going to see, you know, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man on there. It's going to be like anyone. Um, what, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I kind of maybe thought toby could show up because it was sam Raimi. exactly yeah but at the same time like that was one of those rumors that i'm like no it's not like dude they did their reveal in no way home it would make no sense to just have him for two seconds in this unless dr strange is like oh hey i know you boom and then like gone (laughs) right yeah it was uh and that's one thing i was hearing too from like um I think it was uh, Rob Liefeld, who's a creator of Deadpool. He has a really great podcast, and he just talks and does not care who listens. It's great. Um, but he was saying, like, everything going on in Doctor Strange, they were testing the hell out of that movie. So part of me feels like there was potentially other people, at least that they had some sort of test or B-roll footage for in the Illuminati that they decided after just so many different screenings and tests and whatever, it just it just kicked it out. And originally, this movie was supposed to come out before No Way Home before all the COVID stuff kind of shifted the whole phase into kind of disarray. So it, it could have been a totally different movie. Well, I guess like they all, all the timelines of it changed too, because originally this was supposed to take place like before WandaVision and mm-hmm. then it was supposed to take place before no way home. And then it was moved after everything. And it's like, how many times did the stories that you like all the articles came out about the constant reshoots that yeah. they were doing. It's like, it probably wasn't the same movie they filmed the first time and completely changed it. And I will say too, like, even though the story definitely on second viewing today, I'm realizing that I have like some more grievances with it. But one thing I can't deny is the fact that this feels like one of the most unique films in the entire saga, just because of the way it was directed and produced by Sam Raimi, where all the horror elements to just all the different takes on his like classic, like signature zoom ins and everything like that. It definitely felt like a really like cool thing to witness and watch. I was going to say the uh, the zombie strange rising was like super evil dead. Like that was oh, like yeah. the most Sam Raimi scene. Like the rest of the movie, it's like, yeah, there was certain like cut scenes and like the way there was montages, especially when Wanda was doing her spell, trying to dream walk and find him. Like there was those moments, but that scene was completely like old school, like basically you thought you were watching like the thriller Michael Jackson video, you know, <laughs> even what I mean? with the For makeup, right? And the prosthetics. It yeah. Felt even like, it felt like evil dead budget. You could have just put like the dun, 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 like, like you could yeah. put it like anything <laughs> behind it, like fucking anything, dude. Mm-hmm. And it would have worked with that type of prospect. It was almost like it was more close to like the comical side of a zombie than it was like a really gross zombie version of strange. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And dude, I just, yeah, that, that part I really love in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. <clears throat> Go ahead, Louis. I was just going to say I was a big fan of when they were paint. I heard it's hard to eat. (laughs) That whole sequence is so wild. Even I was trying to take notes today. Like I got in a good spot so I could have my phone dim, hide it underneath the tray and everything so I couldn't distract anyone. And that was like I was trying to pay attention to every single like multiverse they went through in that little segment right there. And um, there's one that I was thinking of. So if you notice, there's the really like white, bright, techie future. And it has like all the uh, Stark drones that we saw from Far From Home. And I was kind of wondering, like, could this have been the superior Iron Man led multiverse? Because it's all pristine. It's all Stark tech and yada, yada. Um, That's my super reaching for it headcanon. But that's the only thing I was like, okay, I got my superior Iron Man. I got it. Probably not, but I got it. So one thing I did want to talk about, which this was one of my favorite parts of the movie, even seeing it again, it was great. And I think this kind of leads into the next thing I want to talk about outside of uh, Doctor Strange. So when he's in that incursion uh, distraught, destroyed um, universe with the like kind of sinister, evil, strange, or corrupted, whatever they call him on IMDb, um, there is that really spectacular fight with the music notes that was very like, whoa, okay. that I, I, I got chills watching it the first time. What did you think about that, Mike, given that you're also a musician and producer engineer and just everything too? Uh, did that stick out to you any differently? Um, no, it not necessarily in a way like being a musician to me. It was one of those things that stood out because I would have never, ever thought 
to do a fight sequence using movie notes that you're or music notes that you're pulling from pages mm-hmm. through spell work. You know what I mean? Like that's just something I never ever would have thought of. So to see that, I'm like, oh, that's dope. That's completely original. Like I don't know anybody who's used music notes to fight each other and blast a dude onto a fence. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I I thought it was really cool. Yeah, it was definitely cool. That guy just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. <laughs> turned that other guy into a fucking kebab. <laughs> so many deaths. So many deaths. The Black Bolt, before I digress, like the Black Bolt death it still gets me. Like I actually like started like, should I just, do I want to watch this again? That was the one that surprised me the most. Like, uh-oh. That was, that. that to me was like, that to me was like really the only part in the movie that was truly like a a gory part like mm. they did the reed richards like there was no real blood like he just spaghettied out and then just like shot everywhere you know what i mean yeah it turned into pull and peel twizzlers didn't show captain carter just showed kind of like the classic like hand fall from captain marvel you know what i mean but like that one was like truly like horror movie <laughs> yeah. like a dude's brain exploded his <laughs> eyes immediately go red and he just slumps over it's like oh oh shit and then the zoom in with the sorcerer with the sorceress at the at Comertage when she just like lights on fire and you watch her just like fall away to ashes. It's like, yeah. And she has damn. a tear roll. Yeah. Sarah, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was actually really surprised about is like they really did really push that PG 13 as much as they could. Um, and, I, and I'm glad. So I'm kind of curious, like, you know, parents who have little kids like oh it's another avengers movie and they're like a casual fan they're like let's go take this kid they're like oh my god why did we do that yeah dude the first avengers movie made it look like a giant alien wiping out a complete three apartment floors and like Mm -hmm. never batting an eyelash to literally showing a dude's brain explode on screen it's like wow we've we've gone we're, we're really pushing the boundaries in these movies now yep one day we're gonna get that f bomb Oh, yeah, it's uh, coming once it's kind of if they if they don't have Nick Fury say the first F-bomb like it will be the most on Marvel thing that you can do, dude. Right. We got Sam Jackson has to say that's a good point. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Secret invasion, baby. Yeah, I'm so excited for that series. I it can't come soon enough. I just love everything like that. The end of it, he's just got to back these motherfuckers. <laughs> just like it's just going to black, dude. Just go to it's just like cut. there's a scroll that copies him, and so he's face to face with himself. And he's like, yeah. "Oh no, you motherfucker!" Break <laughs> out some Pulp Fiction stuff. It'd be great. Oh yeah, what's in the briefcase, pal? <laughs> so one thing I did want to talk about uh, is more on the music side of things. So given that you're a musician too, and uh, you know you have an ear for it and everything, given that it's it's your career. So when you actually go and watch these movies or anything like that, uh, some people stick out to the effects more. Some people pay attention to action sequences, whatever. Do you ever find yourself uh, paying more attention to the score or do you find like you gravitate a little bit more to it? Oh, dude, I, I definitely gravitate towards the score. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I really so like during the first Iron Man, like I I didn't even think about it. Like I just felt like everything fit every part of that movie, but nothing like really stood out to me. Like I honestly, I couldn't tell you what Iron Man's theme song is or like theme notes. But when the first cat movie came out, like that score was just incredible. Mm -hmm. And I realized like, Oh, this movie actually cares about like doing really good scores. Yeah. And then like infinity wars End games like Dr. Strange is like, dude, yeah, I, I definitely gravitate towards it when listening to it. Like even the new Batman movie, I was just stoked by the score of it. I'm glad you mentioned Captain America because even like what I like to do a lot when I'm trying to focus on stuff at work or studying, whatever it might be, uh, I usually throw on like MCU scores and soundtracks and just kind of zone out because there's no vocals. Um, but what I noticed is like from phase one and then as you progress, the music definitely gets better and more unique, but from the very get go, Captain America's theme has always been so good. I mean, we use it for our MCU theme, uh, our MCU theme, if you catch it. Um, I just love that. Da, 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 da. Yeah, dude, exactly. It's... And the score for the Winter Soldier is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I just it's... I, I love that score so much. It's so good, dude. Like, I feel like I'm listening to Captain America, not like it's like 
like an American anthem. You know what I mean? Like he made it so on the line that it's like, I don't feel like I'm also listening to like little drummer boy with it, but I feel yeah. like it's, he really dude, like that dude just like nailed Captain America's entire thing when they did that movie. And that score like every time made me an actual fan of the scores of the movies. Yeah. Henry Jackman. I know. I, I don't think he did the first Avenger, but he did. No, he didn't. Um, but the, Winter the dude who did the first Avengers did, um, like Endgame and oh, was that Alan Infinity War? Yeah, yep, Alan right. Sylvester. That's Louis' favorite composer. He calls him Alan Silverstry. Silverstry, Silverstry. I know that guy. I did a trivia question one day. I was like, "Who has scored the most MCU films?" And Louis just responds to our own story, like, "Who the fuck knows this, Devin?" <laughs> Turns out nobody, nobody knows that. I had two, and they guessed luckily. But you know what? Yeah, even like I'm looking at the soundtrack too for the Winter Soldier. And taking a stand off of that just gets me so pumped. And like as a kid, I never thought I could get pumped off of like symphonic and orchestrated music and like from a movie. I never thought that could actually work. But now I'm like driving to my car. It's on my workout playlist and everything. Just like it's so great. When I went through my whole first like weightlifting program that I did for six months, I only listened to Captain America at the gym. I was just like, well, dude, nothing's going to pump me up more like being a super soldier. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or at least (laughs) trying to be. That's good. So I just listened to it and it was like so calming. But at the same time, it was like pumps me up, dude. Nice. So is it uh so what would be your favorite out of the entire saga? What would be your favorite score soundtrack? That that movie. That one? Yeah, that that just like it's my first like initial like I listened to that and I just felt like it was so perfect for the role and it, like it made me love like the Captain America movies more like it made me feel the actual like heart of the character and the fact that it was just nailed so well like I would say that's my favorite. There's so many good ones but I always should, I always just like gravitate back to that one. Nice, nice. Um, how about you, Louis? Do you have a favorite? A favorite score? No. <laughs> no. A favorite soundtrack? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, obviously, for obvious reasons. True. True. And if we're going not MCU, but just uh, superhero movies, if I'm trying to get pumped up, I listen to Into the Spider-Verse, that soundtrack. That was a great soundtrack. Th- that movie that's a whole nother episode but that that soundtrack is phenomenal too as far as, far as scores go um no i don't listen to anybody's scores no <laughs> i'm not very musically inclined if you can uh if you couldn't tell it's all good man but louis still knows what good music is i still know alan silverstry he used to alan be a silverstry. roommate with some other dude some uh black panther guy oh uh you're talking about uh ludwig uh, van Gorenson. Yeah, that guy. See? Yeah, he was roommates with um, uh, Ryan Coogler. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. See, mm-hmm. you know. You know yeah, things. Talk about a powerhouse. I listen to stuff. Um, and just before <laughs> I go off, before on a different topic too, but another transition here. So how do you feel about Michael Giacchino's Spider-Man suite since he's pretty much done the whole home trilogy? Do you, do you like his score and the way he's approached with the Spider-Man theme for the MCU? I didn't dude, I didn't have like an issue with it by any means. I just like I still love Danny Elfman's score for the first Toby right. Spider-Man's. Like to me, like those were like when I hear that one, I'm like, oh Spider-Man. Like that's like he nailed the heart of it. So the first movies, I mean, dude, like it it felt like they really nailed what they were kind of going for. I felt like I was listening to, you know, a a kid's kind of teenage movie you know what i mean like that's kind of like the vibe i got and then when they did spider-man i thought his theme was really really good but dude it's just not danny elfman's score you know what i mean that that first spider-man the that trilogy is like that score is so good yeah i've always heard like even from other people i know who are musicians they've always kind of given some kind of criticism towards at least the the uh homecoming suite Mm -hmm. from giacchino and I, I like I kind of hear it, but like exactly what your point is, like it sounds very like kiddish or like a little bit like joyful, playful, which yeah. I get because he was trying. Uh, John Walsh was trying to do a little bit more of like a um, like a little less fix, or who am I forgetting? Uh, you know, Breakfast Club. And yeah, yeah, yeah like all that John Hughes. Stuff. John Hughes. Thank you. He's from Illinois. We should know that. Um, so it, it, it makes sense for the theme. But like by the time I listened to the suite and everything for uh, the score for No Way Home. I mean, it just, it definitely evolved with the character too. 
in oh, yeah. that moment when he's saying goodbye to uh, both MJ and Ned and everything as the sun rises before this the spell happens again from Strange. Like it, I feel the way I feel the like the just the tremors of emotion through the score, and I really I was like, okay, you know what? Him, John Watts, and Tom Holland have all earned their like stars and stripes throughout this whole thing. So it was a great send off. So yeah. It was a it was just a great run of movies. You know what I mean? I'm very thankful for those Spider-Man movies. I'm thankful for the first ones. I'm thankful for the second ones. Like Spider-Man's just my favorite character. So it's like they really haven't like butchered him. You know what I mean? But there's they did. I thought they did a really good job in this new trilogy. I just love the reverse origin. Heck yeah. Yeah, that was the oh, biggest God. surprise. Like, yeah. So Louis in his background for one day, of you know, TikTok and content purposes he made his own venom uh symbiote that's like made out of cardboard and everything so that's what you see a little around his corner there looks dope yeah that's my it's my little venom i was gonna my plan is always to wear it to like movie stuff but we go to this uppity theater and everybody would just be mad at me and i don't i don't like that so it's I a very don't. bougie theater yeah <laughs> hey this convention's coming up soon though so mike this is something you and I definitely bonded over when uh, we were at the show is that we both have a deep admiration for Spider-Man. And we so do. you actually showed and shared me something which is really exciting. So I'd love to see if you talk a little bit more about uh, your little Spider-Man project that you got going on. Yeah. So, you know, growing up, I just like I really wanted to just be a comic book artist. It's all I used to do. Like in high school, dude, like I was I did not have many friends and I just came home. I shut my door. I put like the first Spider-Man trilogy on and I would just, you know, mm-hmm. draw like that's all I would do all day is just draw. And I finally met some dudes. So I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the band Plainview. They're from uh, the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. And two of the guys in that band, like we they're like my local dudes that we just nerd out about everything. Like we've seen all the new movies together and like we mm-hmm. decided we just wanted to write this comic. And uh, we we were just like, I don't we, we want to just test the waters for the first one. Like not that we're ever going to like do anything with it. Like our plan is to like do the whole comic, put it together, put it online for free. You know what I mean? And then just like send it to Marvel and be like, hey, dude, what do you think? You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's just, it kind of is cool that like all the Doctor Strange hype is going on because we kind of were just like, dude, what if we took Craven the Hunter and just like gave him, like what if he would have learned sorcery like mixed with his hunting and like the whole story is kind of like he wants to capture Peter Parker and then basically open up a portal to then try to kill every version of him and like take a trophy of every version of him from across the, the multiverse. And like, we were just like, all right, that sounds weird. We're going to just go with that. So that's been what I've been working on. Yeah. I, I personally, I think that's a kick ass idea. That's like Craven's last hunt to the 10th degree. I mean, that's, that's how you step that up. Like it's just like a new level of obsession for the character. You know what I mean? Like, just like he learned this, he wants to do it. And like, who does he hate more than anything? He just wants to do it. It's like, it could turn out cool. It could turn out horrible. I don't know. It's our (laughs) first, our first run at it. We're going to try it. And if it doesn't, we'll try something else for the next one. I'm sure it's not going to turn out horrible, but you know, the Peter Parker from earth eight, nine, four is going to be a podcast host. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) And do you really want to kill a podcaster? I mean, he's already sad enough. Let's be honest. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Fair. He's just gonna he's just gonna skip eight nine four and be like, not no. He's like okay. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So have you guys uh come up with like a a working title at all for this? Uh for the comic? No. Mm -hmm. No. Um we're gonna kind of decide on the on the title once we get like we've written the entire script, everything is scripted out. Um I've paneled out like the entire comic. I think it's like a 30 page comic so it's like um and paneled it out and i'm like two pages in because you know right when we started doing that i had my daughter so we've just kind of the past four months or so we just haven't really worked on it but i'm gonna be picking up again soon with it and i don't know dude it's just like it's fun it's like why not there's so many stories out there to be told it's like well we're just gonna try something see if it works yeah and honestly you never know i mean uh like i know ryan key of yellow card he penned um i think he wrote the script of the story for a wolverine comic and i think he may have done another one too um, oh Kevin really? smith has done plenty of yeah so you never know when you could 
just hop on the the Marvel train. And it sounds like they're really always open to collaboration. But I mean, personally, I'm really excited. I want to see that. I love Spider-Man. Craven is so badass. And I hope they don't fuck up his movie with Sony because oh, they're gonna be some. No, they're gonna. <laughs> oh, they're gonna. gonna. You oh, wait. Did you see? Did you Dude, see Morbius? The no, I didn't. Okay, we won't honestly, say anything, man. Like no, normally, like I don't really listen to like Rotten Tomatoes because, again, like I just, yeah. I'm not as heavy of a critic as most, like a lot of people are. Like I, like I said, I just enjoy the fact that they're there. Mm-hmm. And when I saw they had 17, percent I'm just like, dude, I'm not taking time out of my life and trying yeah. to find something for my baby or leave my wife to go see this fucking movie. I'll just wait <laughs> until it comes out, dude. I think it's already going to be out on DVD this month. Yeah, it's the 17th. It yeah, comes it's out. so fast. I mean, ugh. honestly, well, they probably got it out of theaters as soon as possible. They're like, OK, people clearly hate this. Yeah. And <laughs> now I, I totally understand why they pushed it out of January and let No Way Home literally just take them all the way home because it definitely probably would have hurt their box office a little bit. Yeah. Um, but or it would have made nothing at all, to be honest, because they're like, I'm not going to go see that shit movie. <laughs> it's I, I want to see Spider-Man. Um, so all good. Um, so with your comic too, so have you actually ever made a comic before this or is this your first time like actually no, I've, one? I've, I've just done like tons of pinups and sketches and drawings and mm-hmm. no, this is my first, like I, I'm one of those people that I just like, I like to collaborate on things. It's why I like being in a band as opposed to being a solo person. Like I like to, I don't feel like my like there's just like a level to my creativity that I like to work with other people because it just spawns really cool ideas. And I've just never really had that group of people either that were interested or I felt comfortable doing it with. And like when me and these guys started working together, it was just like, oh, this is this is fun. We all have ideas. We all have like the same love for these movies. We all have we've all watched everything with it we all have different ideas of characters and it's like okay this is this is fun this is cool so no this is like my first attempt at doing an actual comic so we'll see how it goes i mean yeah yeah you showed me a little bit of a sneak peek and i must say you know just no bias aside and everything i mean the art style and everything that you have a spider-man i mean i I was was like whoa yeah it's it's pretty awesome guys or as i should say it's amazing spectacular Yeah, so we haven't added like any lettering or anything yet, but it's like this was the first page like panel where it just shows. Yeah, like him basically captured by Craven, and it's just like this was just the first page part of it. It looks awesome, man. I mean, we're excited for it. It's going to be pretty kick ass once you guys got it out. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It's just like I said, it's something so fun to do and something so fun to nerd out about that. You know, why mm-hmm. not? Now, on the side of comics, uh, have you, do you still read comics at all from time to time? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, my the most recent one I did was the Ryan Otley uh, Hulk run. I don't know if you guys have read that one yet. It's the it's weird. It's mm-hmm. it's very very trippy. Yeah, nice. I uh. We have a subscription. We got Marvel Unlimited and everything. So we've been trying to like get caught up with like the bigger events because um, like at least me personally, I didn't really grow up on comics. But as I got more involved in the MCU and of course, this podcast, like it definitely stirred up more of a like uh, like eye grabbing sensation for me because books to me are boring. I'll be honest. My girlfriend can read more books in one month than I have in the last decade of my life. But comic books are easier because there's pictures and it's cool stuff that happens. Um so I've been trying to read like Secret Invasion. I've been trying to catch up on the original Secret Wars. Um, just kind of like get more of that like background knowledge too. So um, before I went into No Way Home, I made sure I read uh, like the, the series for um, uh, One More Day. And yeah. it made a lot of stuff come to like fruition and make more sense. And definitely made yeah, a better I didn't, experience because of it. I didn't read that comic line. And I was like kind of just waiting to see the movie before I read mm-hmm. it. Because everybody said like, oh, I'm a fist, I'm a fist. And it's like, I was like, dude, people have been saying that for so long. Yeah. It's not he's he's going to make his reveal in like the biggest way. But no, I didn't I didn't read that, dude. Like I've been reading a lot of um, like new Batman. Like I mm. just I love uh, Jorge Jimenez. Like his artwork is just awesome on the new Batman stuff. And I've been 
he does like digital drawing the same way that I do. So I just, I just love to look at that stuff, which I know that's DC. We're, we're talking Marvel. Oh, it's all good. I'm a Batman fan. Batman as well. is still badass. I'm not, we're not oh, going to yeah. argue with you on that. So before we go into some of our final questions, um, we like to always talk about like more of like, get more of like an idea of who you are as a Marvel fan. What's your favorite movie character, all that stuff. But we pretty much know your favorite character at this point. So to kind of spin it off, who do you think is the best Batman? Who's Ooh, the best the, Batman? Yeah, on oh, screen. Shit. Ben Affleck. Um, <laughs> dude, it's really it's really hard because I really like I really liked um, Bale. You know, mm-hmm. I really liked Pattinson. Honestly, dude, like I thought Ben Affleck was a really good Batman and Bruce Wayne that was put in just not the best movies and yeah. i just felt like dude his suit everything like how he was with bruce wayne like his fu- like how pissed he was like the voice of the batman i was like i was so ready to see a solo movie done by him because mm-hmm. ben affleck has done some great movies yeah and i just feel like that was cut short and i love keaton dude like i i loved michael keaton as batman Mm-hmm. especially in Batman Returns. So I don't I don't know. I, I would say probably just because I love those movies so much, I would say Bale is my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I really think Affleck did not get his his chance to really show what he was capable of. Yeah, George, I really wish George he had Clooney is a, is a close second. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. George Clooney was a great Bruce Wayne. I just they they made those movies such a joke. So speaking of jokes. So let's say it's safe to say your favorite Marvel hero is Spider-Man, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. So on the flip side of that, who would you say is your least favorite character? My least favorite Marvel character? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, man. Like, I, I think maybe like easiest like would be just like, who's my least favorite like main character that like we've seen as of recently? Um I don't know. Probably like Captain Marvel. I'm just like not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't dis like, I don't hate the movies by any means. Like, it's just like, I'm just like the least excited for the Marvel's movie mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I think Kamala Khan is, is cool. And, but I don't know. I just, I was never like, it's like, Oh, cool. Like she's super powerful. And like, I, it's dope character. I like Brie Larson, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I just not, just not one of my favorite characters yeah i found myself too as i was doing a rewatch a few months back um captain marvel i was the least excited to watch um even black widow a little bit and i don't know why but just captain marvel i feel like it's a little she's just i mean obviously she's god tier but we've also seen wanda's pretty god tier and i don't know i feel like wanda's probably stronger yeah wanda's one of my favorite mcu characters like for sure She's just really the journey from stage. villain to hero to ultimate villain, like, is just... Yeah, honestly, I was even making a note today when I watched it again. I was like, honestly, I don't know who to root for. Because low-key, I kind of like Wanda. And, I mean, she's she's gone nuts because of the, the the dark hold and everything. But, like, I don't know. I kind of I kind of want to see where it would go. He just let her kind of, like, go nuts a little bit. Uh, more nuts yeah. than she already was, but... Um, yeah. I kind of like I, that I, I wish that it would have showed a little bit more like her descent into villainy because she kind of like I know some time had passed, but like at the end of WandaVision, they kind of like made it seem like, hey, she realized what she did was wrong and she's getting away because she wants to find her kids. And then like she basically at the start of this movie went, mm, no, fuck that. I'm going to I'm just going to go deeper and be even more evil to get him back. And even seeing like the way her like new outfit looks too. I mean, it didn't have those like full sleeves originally, but now it's even fully sleeved. It's more tethered and scratched and scarred and looks very like distraught and distressed. And I would love to see more about that. And I mean, not to go back, but like also I, I really want to know when the hell we're going to see white vision or the vision again. Um, I thought he'd maybe make an appearance in this. So I was kind of surprised he didn't, but I think he'll come back like, I, I honestly I don't think he'll bring they'll bring the character back for a while until it makes sense. But I like I honestly like I don't I can't even think of any of the future projects that they would feature him in. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Secret Wars. 
yeah that's true that's maybe the only the only one forever from now yeah yeah or what if season two blade (laughs) yeah blade (laughs) no watch him show up in uh uh miss marvel out of all things watch him show up there why i don't know because reasons um so the only tie would be monica true true because she was part of westview with all of that Mm-hmm. and she's technically in the movie so that'd be the only way of a crossover for like that but how would yeah. they fit how would he fit with captain marvel and ms marvel we're probably gonna get some end credit scene in the final episode that's like supposed to lead you like oh no it's time for the trio movie which safe bet um but either way so speaking of movies what would you say is your favorite film in the mcu oh um i'm curious what your guys is oh, we just uh, we just I'm did gonna... the list a few weeks ago so we've got we've got it all queued up. My favorite MCU movie is Thor Ragnarok. Great one. I don't think it's the best MCU movie, but it's definitely my favorite. And who's your favorite hero, Louie? My favorite hero is Captain America. Yeah, so Dope. this is why I bring it up. So my favorite movie is Captain America, the Winter Soldier, even though he's not my favorite character hero. But that movie is so damn good that no matter when I see it, I, I I can't stop watching it. It is so fantastic, like peak MCU uh, before Endgame and everything. So I love it. But number two is definitely No Way Home at this point. Yeah, dude. Um, it's real tough because Winter Soldier is one of my top favorites just because like I love Captain America and they take him through every portion of who that character is in that movie and just mm-hmm. like the gritty style of it. Like I just love... I love movies like that with that fast, intense, like action cutscene. So like the fact yeah. that they did that with because I'm the same way, dude, like Spider-Man is my favorite character. But Captain America is like right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's just right there. So like my entire wall over here, I, I can't show you because my computer won't reach. But I have the shield and shit on my wall. Oh, over nice. here. Okay. But uh, yeah, dude, I <laughs> but um, that movie is so good. The first Captain America, like like I said, like that one to me was just such a good origin story. And I know people have their gripes with it, but like I genuinely feel like that was such a good origin movie. And it was good, filmed yeah. so well and mm-hmm. written so well that I don't have gripes about it. But oh, dude, I don't know. I think like if I had to pick one, it'd be like I think Endgame would be my favorite one. Nice. Not a bad pick. Not a bad yeah. pick at all. No one's gonna, yeah, no one's gonna hold that against you. When you, uh, where were you the first time you saw Endgame? Describe your like scenario when you saw it for the first time. Um, I saw it opening night, um, twelve o'clock. My wife and I, and then my guitar player and his partner, and we we were at the theater and we were just jacked. And my theater was rowdy and loud. And when Cap picked up meal near dude like i just freaking lost it dude <laughs> absolutely like, yes <laughs> dude like my wife's like okay seriously relax and everybody around me's like fuck yeah. dude, it, was, it was great <laughs> absolutely it was it was such a good theater moment and mm-hmm. i just did like Endgame was like for me like is it the best marvel movie it's the same way you say it. it's like is it the best marvel movie no <laughs> but it's like it's so it's so good to me like it's like i love all the character moments i love that i love how steve and tony reconciled because it was very much in their characters you know what i mean like tony just like it it, and like his death was like done so well in my opinion Mm -hmm. um i know everybody's pissed about black widow's death but like i felt like hers was great too and she did have her time because like Mm -hmm. in the end they kind of passed tony's off like yes he had the funeral (laughs) And he did the outro monologue, but like her portion was like they had that entire sequence on the lake, like real upset. Like that was their first like family loss. Like and I just yeah. thought they did that really well. And like the whole movie, like the stones, getting the stones and like get like all like I just love it. I just love it so much. I love revisiting all the old movies. I love where yes. the characters are at that point. That movie just makes me stoked every time I see it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean. The first time I saw it, I uh, I had tickets for like the first possible screening at 7 p.m. on Thursday night, but I was taking my nephew who couldn't get off work, so we had to go for 10. 
So literally when we were going and it was in a smaller theater, so it wasn't IMAX, so it was a little smaller. As soon as we were like inside in the hallway, the theater for the IMAX, like 200 and 300 people just broke out. So we were like, oh no. And we have never, I've never ran so far, like fast in my life, like a matter of like 70 feet, like holding my ears, la 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 la. I brought earbuds just not even to listen to anything, but just like if I had to go to the bathroom, just completely deprivate all my senses. Um, just to not hear any spoilers. Oh my God. I was terrified, man. Um, but my theater was surprisingly quiet. And I think just oh. because everyone was trying to take so much in, like there were still some like cheers and yells, but it was nothing like when I saw it two days later on like Sunday, just it went nuts. Dude, it was my it was theater fantastic. was my theater was massive and people lost it. And, and it just makes it so much more of a like memorable experience. And that's what I love always trying to see. That's why we always try and go see it. It's like in the biggest movie theater on the biggest night possible. So you really get that experience. And that's what really made no way home even so much more memorable too. no way home was memorable for me because my wife uh, surprised me and like rented out a theater. Wow. So we I put like a thing on Facebook and was just like, hey, if you're interested in seeing no way home, like I have this many seats. It's first come first serve. You know, obviously, who people I know, I'm like, if I don't yeah. know you, please don't like, don't <laughs> message me about it. Like, it's not that kind of event. Damn. And, uh, dude, it was like two days and it filled up and we had a great time. It was awesome. Wow. And then she had the baby. When did No Way Home come out? December 17th, I think. 17th. 16th. And then the baby came the 28th. So it was like, wow. Yeah, we were like we went right at the the end of the pregnancy, and then it was it was awesome. Cutting it close. That's yeah. that's that's fantastic though. She's like, I swear to God, and I was like, No, it's gonna <laughs> be fine. That's that's what we did, but it was with uh, Venom Two. You remember how great that's Venom right. Two was? But my wife was ready to pop at Venom Two. Yes, yeah, so I had to go see Eternals by myself. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. So one of the last questions I have for you here. Um, once again, thank you so much for nerding out with us, Mike. I mean, time goes by so fast when you're having oh, fun, Mike. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. I had a blast. I I sometimes like I can't shut my mouth when we talk about this <laughs> stuff. So I appreciate you giving me the open space to just be like, like and say anytime, everything. man. You're welcome anytime. Um, so what I want to know, you told me like how you are with your band and everything too. So if you had to create the team of Avengers using your band members, who would each member of the band be in their designated hero. Oh God. Well, being our drummer would be the Hulk because <laughs> that dude is a bodybuilder and he's just massive now. There like he go. just lives down in Nashville and like, he's just freaking massive. So every time I see him, like that's, that's who he is. Nice. Obviously because I get to choose roles. I'm choosing cap like for mm. sure. Dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're the like, front man. Yes! Like, cap, like cap for sure. Um, <laughs> Jake would definitely be Iron Man because mm-hmm. he's just like he's like his personality wise. He's like Tony Stark, dude. He's just extremely smart <laughs> and he's very witty. You know what I mean? Like he's nice. just that's who he is. And then Eli would be dude. I can't like I'm trying to like just think of like everybody like down the line. <laughs> dude, Eli would probably be Doctor Strange. Ah, and then Dan. Dan would just be Spider-Man, dude. Dan's like, <laughs> he's the sweetest dude. He's mm. insanely strong. And he's just like, he's always, he's just, he's such a good person. So like, he he would be, yeah, he would be, he'd be Spider-Man for sure. Uh, perfect. I love it. Eli is just like, he's into so many different things and like weird things and has this random knowledge of all this different stuff. And I just feel like I would see him one day having a cape and like doing spells. Like if he was in the MCU, like that's, that's what he would be doing. That's awesome. Uh, my uh, guitarist, Jeff and I, we were talking to Eli when the show wrapped up um, about Star Wars. Cause you had a, like a Star Wars uh, cutoff shirt and everything. Yeah. We're talking about that. Um, so I, I, Based off of like the brief conversation, but what I could pick up about Eli, I, I totally see what you're saying about Strange and the spells and just all yeah. that. So very fitting of the character. That's awesome. I have a question. If you could put a Boys of Fall song into an MCU Ooh. movie, which song would it be? Which movie and why? That's awesome. Oh, shit. That might be the hardest question I've ever been asked. 
<laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't. Kevin to do Feige that to you. calls you up tonight, saying, "Listen, Mike, uh, we have a we have a future movie planned here in Phase Four of the MCU, and we really want Boys of Fall to come and uh, be the lead soundtrack." <laughs> like, just, dude, just like just put distance in somewhere, and mm-hmm. so it's just like an anthem song, and then just, I don't, dude, I don't even know. Like, I, I genuinely like you. I could not even pick a single place in the movie where I would ever want to hear my music. <laughs> Oh no! You, you, of course, you want to hear your music. I love my band and love my music, but if it ever, if it ever came on in like a Marvel movie, I'd just be like, "What is going on?" Right <laughs> <now>? <laughs> Where do we stumble into the multiverse? Somebody owes me money. <laughs> True. Just because distance is so sad, just put it somewhere in Endgame, just in the background. <laughs> oh man, right. We'll we'll try and uh, do a clip where we take the instrumental and we'll put it over um, uh, Tony's funeral. We'll see how that comes out. Oh, or like post snap, <laughs> dude. It's gonna be a black be widow. Emotional. When he's there up, in, when he's up in the uh, in the spaceship with Nebula, we'll throw it on there. Ah, there we go. There, literally the distance. There we yep. go. <laughs> Great question, Louis. Oh, thank you. I do my best. Well, that pretty much wraps it up here. So once again, thank you so much for joining the show, Mike. Um, before we hop out, go ahead and tell the people where to find you. What's going on with Boys of Fall in the future? And what else do you have planned? Yeah. Uh, again, thank you guys so much for having me. I really had a good time. Um, I'm in a band called Boys of Fall. We're from Detroit, Michigan. Any of our links are Boys of Fall Band. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, website, anything, just Boys of Fall Band. Um, go check out our stuff. We're an alternative rock band, and that's the best description I can give <laughs> you of our band because we're definitely not an alternative rock band and we're kind of a pop punk band and we're kind of a heavy band so just can relate. it's for everybody who who <laughs> we we hit all different styles so awesome. check us out and again thank you guys so much for having me I really had a blast yeah thanks so much Mike appreciate it you're always welcome on next time new show comes out new movie whatever it is or anytime you just want to you know join us on the Earth 894 and just nerd out some more be more than oh, happy to have you. Oh, dude, you let me know, and I'm I'm here. All right, we've got shoutouts to do, Devin. What do you think? Yeah, we got a couple weeks of trivia here, so let's go ahead and kick it out. Starting on May third, May third in Doctor Strange, what do thieves try to steal from Strange in the Thieves of? In the Thetes? That's not a word. Let me restart that. In Doctor Strange, what do thieves try to steal from Doctor Strange in the streets of Katmandu? Was it his phone, his wallet, his necklace, or his watch? The correct answer is D, his watch. So... Uh, we got a lot of people that got that right here on Instagram. So shout out to Sean Junior ninety four, Studio eighty, uh, Studio ninety three, Skyler Ricketts, Emily Sweetheart, Vote Me for God, Luke Too Saucy, Jedi Summers, Puffy Tortilla, Kellum one one two, a Marvel blog. Willie Blaze here. No, Will Blaze <laughs> dot NY. Heck yeah. Uh, DC Meliszewski. Every time. Every time. President Darren. It's Darren's birthday today. Happy birthday, Darren. Happy birthday, listening. Darren. On, He's my little bro. On today, but not when this comes out. Uh, Jonah Jorgensen. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. NYC underscore A9. And then on the TikTok side of things, we have Sean underscore M11, Flamewolf235, and Tony IGG. You got IGG on T-I-C-T-O-C. Heck yeah. (laughs) And today's (laughs) trivia question, I got wrong because I'm a dipshit. (laughs) In WandaVision, what are Vision and Wanda's stage names for their magic show? Was it A, Razzle and Dazzle, B, Illusion and Glamour, C, Victor Shade and Scarlet Wish, Wish, Witch, When You Witch Upon a Star, (laughs) or D, Vision and Maximoff? The correct answer is B, Illusion and Glamour. 
So uh, shout out to Nerd Dose Podcast. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. NYC A9. Loot Too Saucy. Jedi Summers. A Marvel blog. Sk- <laughs> Skylar Ricketts. You're laughing because it sounded like Jedi Summers. A nope. Marvel blog. Nope. Right. You oh. see why I'm laughing. Skylar oh Ricketts. GC Melashevsky every <laughs> fucking time. Thanks, Craig. Uh, Ocampo Custom. Jonah Jorgensen. And Kodge Wills. And then a couple more. They follow off these shout outs here. Wolf Road Chris commented the correct one on the actual part. And then all the way onto the other side of the social media multiverse metaverse. We have the Yukist 2967 underscore Rebecca 2. Uh, underscore Mono Ren Court, Marvel Max 21, Lindsay 18, I'm Bored 9300, Chris Mac 27, Nate 355, and Nick the Looney Tune 27. Thank you all for voting. Thank you all for uh, participating in our fun times. And if you guys have some cool trivia you want to shoot our way, you can actually get in contact with us at earth and n4 podcast on all of our socials you can message us there you can even go to our website earth and n4 podcast.com where we have an awesome contact form you can send in any of your feedback theories what you like what you don't like anything like that on our uh, website or you can even simply email us at uh, earth and n4 podcast at gmail.com but of course if you enjoyed today's podcast and you had a great time listening tell a friend tag us share it it helps us out tremendously. We'll give you some free stickers and cool stuff down the road. Um, please, please, please consider giving Earth N9 for podcast a review if you're on Apple Podcasts or if it's on Spotify. We love five stars. It helps us get a little bit further and expand our multiverse and our reach without having to use the, the uh, Book of Ashanti or the Darkhold. And we know what happens when you use that, so let's not resort to it. So please consider giving us a review. Give us a comment, share it. We love it all 3,000. Big thank you to Mike from the band Boys of Fall for joining us today. If you like good music, check them out. If you don't like we'll have good all music, their stuff still the check them out. Check them out. That's perfect. <laughs> well, Louie, it's been a blast. Until the next time, we'll be talking some uh, Moon Knight, and then we'll have our review shortly coming out soon of the uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So... It's going to be a great time. Strap in. We have a lot to talk about before uh, Miss Marvel hits the airwaves in the early weeks of June. So from us at Earth N94 Podcast, thank you all so much, and be careful out there. We're getting Wolverine. Turn that other guy into a fucking kebab.